Welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm the founder of Koya. Koya remembers that everything is interconnected, lives a lifestyle of reverence, integrates the polarities of masculine and feminine, light and dark, and heaven and earth into wholeness. Koya honors the energy that moves outwards to the cardinal directions, to the north, to trust the physical sensation of truth in the body, to the south, anchoring your truth through doing your sacred work in the world, to the west, following the call of your soul to explore, and to the east, living your life as prayer. Koya also honors the energy that moves inwards to access your inner wisdom, inner creativity, inner sensuality, and inner light. Koya honors through movement, ritual, community, and pilgrimage, exploring the paths that point you back to your soul, giving you courage to enter the portal of possibility, to remember to remember. All right, welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. I'm so grateful and honored to be here with Elisa Vitti, and she I feel really, really grateful to her because I said thank you so much for being here with us today as you're like the patron saint <laughs> of this work in many ways. And so, you know, part part of what we're doing here in this particular season of the podcast is we're really going into the metaphor of embodiment and the metaphor of the inspiration to create and by understanding more of how our bodies work and how feminine cycles move, that we can really find those ways to find the inspiration to create in a world in a way that really resonates with us and that feels healthy, supportive, encouraging, nourishing to our body. So I'm really excited to have Elisa here to share with us um, the the deep wealth of wisdom that she has. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Ah, so good to be here. Thank you, Rochelle. (laughs) And so there's there's a lot that you have to offer. You've, you've put a lot of this into your book. You have an incredible app. You have, you know, a really successful um, practice helping women go through a variety of issues. Um, would you be willing to tell us, for those that are meeting you for the first time, some of the magic that, that you have tapped into and the power source? <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I... What can I say? I've been loving, I've been fascinated by this, the menstrual cycle since the first time I got wind of it, <laughs> when, which was in sixth grade sex ed class. And I had not, because of my family and, um, you know, my parents being immigrants and just sort of not having any uh, conversation with me, I went into that class very innocently. And my first reaction to being told that I myself contained the energy of creation and that I would bleed monthly and not die. And that (laughs) I, you know, all of these, and that I would make babies and I have this thing called the period and all these things, you know, like literally got dropped on me all at once. Cause I I was asking my parents, you know, where, Uh where where does it come from? And I was just being told nonsensical things like, Oh, babies are grown in the tomato garden. I knew (laughs) that was not true. (laughs) but I mean I didn't know what was going on so my first I came to it so innocently without any preconditioned response which is a significant thing for me to bring here because my first 
reaction to it was unbridled excitement, gratitude, and joy. Like, oh my God, I, I was literally looking around the room like, did you know this? Are you so excited like me? And like, I was really struck by the facial expressions of my peers, which really looked the opposite of mine. You know? mm. um, whereas I was like, gleeful they were like their faces were kind of like all mm, you know kind of sour looking and contorted and um stressed out and grossed out and and I thought oh that's interesting what what is going on here and I, I wouldn't be able to answer that question you know I was how old are you in sixth grade I was 12 maybe 11 mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to answer that question for another decade and a half <laughs> but um, but nonetheless, it became an unconscious mm. unanswered question that continued to pull me into uh, a future career that I had no concept of that was on the road for me. Um, and then subsequent to that, I then had my own issues with my own period problems and hormonal, major hormonal imbalance as I was planning to become uh, an OBGYN sort of again, always loving women's bodies and our health and our cycles, just feeling like that's where I could serve. And then running into my own hormonal condition and the lack of resources that conventional medicine has for women like myself, and whether you have polycystic ovarian syndrome like I had, or endometriosis, or fibroids, or chronic ovarian cysts, or painful periods, or bad PMS, whatever it is, you're basically not given any support. And I thought, well, that's unacceptable. You know, it's mm-hmm. the modern era mm-hmm. of, certainly of history and medicine. You know, we should be able to have technology to solve, to diagnose efficiently, to do better, you know, condition resolution. And in every other aspect of medicine, I was seeing that, that the conditions were so vastly different. You know, you would get mm-hmm. diagnosis, immediate treatment, immediate resolution. But in this area... Of reproductive structure and menstrual health, there was like, oh, well, that's just how it is. Good mm-hmm. luck. See you next year. And I just thought that's, that cannot stand. I can't yeah. tolerate that for myself as a patient. And I can't tolerate that for womankind. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to myself, if I can figure this out and get better um, in the ways that I'm envisioning, which were sort of, you know, this is before functional medicine had even a name, mm-hmm. um, that I would then try to solve for this on the um, business side of things by creating a place mm-hmm. to go to when your period was having problems. You know, they're just, I mean, I'm, I ask this rhetorically, like, where do you go? Who do you talk to when something's going on? And I ask that, and of course I know, it's like, no, you know, no the, the assumption is you don't go anywhere. You've got 10 mm-hmm. to 15 minutes with your gynecologist annually if you, if you go. And they're not telling you anything, but like, here, have them medicated away, mm-hmm. shut off your hormones. That's the solution. You know, none of us are born with the hormone, rep- synthetic hormone deficiency. None of us are born with that. <laughs> you know, what's wrong with you is not, you don't, you have a hormonal imbalance. Oh, yes. You must have a synthetic hormone deficiency. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, it's not that. Um, so I, I wanted there to be a place where you could talk to someone and in detail about your issues, there, there'd be a, a, a platform that would educate you about how to use 
food to specifically manipulate the function of your endocrine system so that your body would heal. Mm -hmm. And that there would be all the other supportive services from the app to now we have um, saliva and blood testing kits that ship directly to your home. You don't need to worry about, you know, and we have a couple of other exciting things that are coming out soon. And it, 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 you know, I wanted there to be a place, the period place, the place for your period, just so that you could get resolution. Um, and that we could have a place that would put an end to the mythology um, that stops us from taking action. And why am I so interested in that ending? Because the other thing that I didn't plan on discovering or stumbling upon in my research of hormones was just how in, in germane and essential they are for a woman to unlock her creative potential. So I'm not interested in you resolving your symptoms just so that you feel better, although I want that for you because it is your design biochemically mm-hmm. to be well, mm-hmm. period, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but I want that for you because then you unlock access to the fullness of that creative power, and that's where it gets really exciting. Um, so, you know... For, for so this mythology that holds us back sounds like, well, you know, pain is part of the deal. You know, cramps are normal. Um, the only way to fix a period is with medication, you know, or um, this is just how it is. It's not going to get any better. These, these insidious beliefs that don't even come from you that have been handed down from biblical times, <laughs> generationally, um, that preconditioned response that you have to your body, which is to turn away from her, to disconnect from her, to stop listening mm. to the symptoms that she's providing you, that behavior is holding you back in you being fully present to your joy, to your creativity, to your life. And it doesn't even come from you. I want you to be highly suspicious now whenever a thought like that enters your consciousness of like, oh, this is how it is, PMS, ha, ha, ha. I mean, this is me and everybody else. We all have PMS, right? No, you don't have to have PMS. That doesn't have to be your reality. And I, I want to restore you to that place that I experienced when I first heard about periods for the first time mm. of just awe and excitement at the possibilities of what this would bring into your life. Mm. Um, that's, that's my story for you right now. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for sharing it. And, and more deeply, like, thank you for living it. I had the opportunity to hear you speak um, at Reveal and, and sharing your personal journey in a way that really deeply touched me. I know several people in my personal life who have been clients of yours, who have had incredible, miraculous healing after going to all these different places and not being able to get the help that you're talking about. Right. And, and then also been so inspired by, by your book and its success and really just being such a warrior for this message. So I really want to take this moment to honor you in being such an advocate for this and then being successful in getting it out there. And of course, it, you know, it's like a, it's a daily, weekly, monthly thing to like continue to 
to be in service to this, but really honoring, you know, such such impact that you've been able to have. And for those that haven't come across um, her book, I just want to share the title because I think it would inspire people. Woman Code, Perfect Your Cycle, Amplify Your Fertility, Supercharge Your Sex Drive, and Become a Power Source. <laughs> and It's and, really that last part, you know. <laughs> That's really why I think living in in alignment with your body is such a is it's not about achieving a perfection a perfect destination around your health yeah about living in relationship right relationship with yourself as a woman and um learning about your cyclical patterns how to nourish them how to live in alignment with them really gives you a framework a paradigm I mean that was the thing that I was looking at I said okay well I understand how to manipulate the endocrine system sequentially with food I can see mm-hmm. how we're going to fix and put into remission mm-hmm. you know these conditions that are kind of castaway GYN conditions I can see how that's going to work but how am I mm-hmm. going to maintain my health hormonally in the construct that created the disorder in the first place. Right. You don't just do a detox and then go back to what you were doing before because you know you're just going to get retoxed, right? Mm-hmm. So similarly, I was looking at this and I said, well, there's a fundamental problem with um, dietary theory, fitness theory, time management theory, with everything. The flaw for us as women, and ironically, we are the largest consumers of these (laughs) industries, is that they are based in the male 24-hour circadian rhythm. Right. Biochemical reality. And we, the good, hardworking, Mm self-sacrificing, you know, driven, ambitious women that we are, we are trying to squeeze our 28-day biochemical reality into a 24-hour construct, and it is making us sick Mm -hmm. physically, Mm -hmm. emotionally, and spiritually, period. (laughs) I'll use that a couple times. (laughs) I'm so glad that you are because it works and it's effective, and... And coming from the perspective, you know, for me and the work that that I do with Koya is really about listening to and honoring and, and trusting the body. And mm. and so there's this opportunity here also. You know, I always say the whole thing with Koya is one, like have the skills to notice how you feel. And then two, like honor how you feel, you know. And I think that you really beautifully articulated this, you know, this, this myth of acquiescence that we're just supposed to endure and suffer, which, and, and also not really be educated in like that. It's actually somewhat difficult to get access to this. And I'm so grateful to have you here too, because we talk in the Koya community so much about trusting the body, honoring the body, but actually understanding how our body works. And so having access to the wisdom that you have and have mapped out for us is a really, really big gift. And so I definitely want to say thank you for that again and again. I mean, I I, I hear that and I receive that. I, I think I also just want to add that how many 
every woman I know is so brilliant and smart and educated and worldly. And I have taught med students and doctors and everyone in between and heads of corporations and and the, the thing that we all have in common in this historical moment is that we all share this same blind spot mm-hmm. because we don't have access to this information. And it is what I think is at the root of where we need to go for our next level mm-hmm. of, you know, unfolding as women, as a group, um, reclaiming this knowledge. It's information. Mm-hmm because it lays a foundation for you to trust the body. How can you trust your body? I always ask myself that question because I had a real, I had a real disconnect with my body because mm-hmm. of all these hormonal issues. And I was so miserable in my, I mean, I know what it's like, you know, your body, I was, I had all sorts of weight issues and skin issues and mood issues. And, and someone would say to me like, well, you would trust your body. And I was like, I can't even find mm-hmm. a way to feel comfortable. I think for so many women, the way in, or the, the bridge to walk over is the information. Mm-hmm. Right. This knowledge of how your body is working is a literal bridge you can walk over to cross back into being in a relationship with your body that feels positive. Like, oh, okay. So I didn't just end up with sort of the short end of the stick here. There's, this is how things are supposed to work. This is why it's not working. This is what I can do. I can work with that. Nothing's wrong with me. Nothing's wrong with my body. I just didn't know mm-hmm. what, how, and, and why. And now I know those things I can do. Mm-hmm. And I can change things. And I, that makes me feel not only more love for myself, more compassion for my body, more trust for my body, but also more empowered and confident in myself. You know, I think... I think it's, it's a universal blind spot. It's a universal um, piece of work we have to do as women to reclaim this relationship that actually walking through those steps transforms you in the most fundamental and essential way as a woman to owning your power in an embodied way. Word. <laughs> so I feel that a, a big thing that we dance with in Koi is this movement as metaphor. Mm. And so I, I feel the depth of what you're offering people to come back to and as individuals and also as a culture mm. and as we understand these feminine cycles um, that we can honor that, you know, the 51% of our world that is feminine and integrate more ways of being. But it starts, you know, one by one of each of us reclaiming this one ovary at a time. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. You know, yes. And, you know, I think the, you know, even your body is offering you this gift right now. If you're mm-hmm. listening and you have PMS, you are, you have a present. You're, you're sitting on a gift. You're, you're, the package has arrived, you know, from the universe. This is your gift. Open the gift and, and embrace the fact that you're being offered an opportunity to do this process mm-hmm. of quote unquote, addressing your physical symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. In the process of doing that, you're going to actually integrate into your body, right, in an emotional way, um, and, 
you're going to be able to then open up into the, what I call the creation matrix. Are right? you going to be able to actually start to play with the mm-hmm. cyclicality of how you bring things into the fruition into the world? Mm-hmm. And then so you start, so you're feeling good all the time. And then you're bringing ideas to life on a consistent basis that are born from an alignment with your body-mind organism. And you, as this one person, are creating such a positive vibration around you. And what other kinds of ripple effects are unknowable and not even needing to know, um, just start to turn the wheel in this direction that you're talking about. I, you know, in my TED Talk, the the, the name of it was love your lady parts as a path to whatever, whatever, and change the world, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I do fundamentally feel that, you know, this um, wounding for, of the patriarchy, um, it's not just certainly obviously hurting us, it's also affecting men. Um, we have to lead from within, Mm-hmm. And create that change from within. And the change really starts by stepping into your paradigm, the feminine paradigm. And I don't mean that in an obtuse, esoteric way. I mean, you have this cyclical biochemical pattern. Mm-hmm. So eat according to it, move according to it, create according to it, and then let the rest just unfold. Mm-hmm. All, that's all you have to worry about. Just, just do that everything else will follow from there. And if you're doing it and I'm doing it and millions of other women are doing it, this shift that we want so desperately to see for the planet will happen. You know, because what we're talking about here is reinserting chirological time, mm-hmm. natural time back into a post-industrial culture, yep. which has abandoned that altogether for, you know, industrial time, which is chronological time. And, mm-hmm. and that's only going to get worse if we do nothing. I mean, think mm-hmm. where we're going. We're, we're now hyperspeed. We're machine time. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's even more coming down the pipeline with that, with artificial intelligence. And we're going to become more and more encouraged to divorce ourselves from our interaction with our own bodies mm-hmm. through things um and i think it's really important for women to preserve protect and lead from a different place thank you my pleasure and i i trust that everyone listening can can hear the layers of conversation around the real practical ways in which you can connect and learn and access the information. And so one of those is, is Lisa's book, Woman Code. One is her app, period tracking app, My Flow. She also mentioned her TED Talk. And, and then also the layers of conversation, too, around why this is important. And this is a lot of, like, if we go all the way in to really understanding our relationship to our own body, our relationship to life, our relationship to the world, having a deeper connection and reverence here, I mean, it can, it can be quite a big worldview shift. And so I feel so blessed when we have the opportunity to people through their own experience have gone into the woods at night without the light 
except the light of the moon to guide them and found their way on the other side that they can, you know, send messages for those that are embarking to go through the forest, be like, follow the light of the moon. Oh, yeah. I have cleared the path. I have left and I have left snacks. Yeah, exactly. Go, just come on over. It's over here. (laughs) Exactly. So it's, it's nice. It's really, really powerful to know that we don't all have to do it on our own, that there are people that have gone before us to, to light the way. So thank you for being one of those people and sharing so much today. And then also in addition to the the book and the app and, and your website or anything else you want to share about how people can connect with you. Oh, right. If, if you, if you're having any issues and, and I love what you just said about, you know, we don't have to feel like we have to go it alone. That's so much a part of the patriarchal oppression that there's no transmission and lineage of wisdom transmission that we all have to reinvent the wheel as individuals every generation it is why progress is so slow going Mm -hmm. yes if you have something going on with your hormones with your period come to the flow living hormone center Uh, that's why i built it so that you can expedite just getting to the baseline of what you should have as a woman, which is, you know, unbridled health um, for your, the fulfillment of your, your soul's work this lifetime. That's your foundation. Um, yeah. And the app is myflowtracker.com and the book you can pick up on Amazon. And, you know, we have blogs, we have webinars, there's Facebook live, there's, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. She's easy to find. I'm easy to find. Yes. (laughs) I'm easy to find. Oh, well, thank you so much. And, um, uh, a blessing for everyone that's listening that for, the seeds that were planted in ways that are nourishing, supportive, and encouraging for you and your path and your honoring of your embodiment and your savoring of being in a feminine body at this point to, to know that, that there's so much there for you and for all of us as we individually and collectively uh, reclaim the, the power of being a woman and the blessing of being a woman. So thank you so much. Mm. To continue the conversation, visit us at koya.love, Q-O-Y-A dot L-O-V-E, and lifestyleofreverence.com for more information about movement, rituals, community, and pilgrimage.